0: Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello everybody and welcome to another fantastic episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. I'm one of your hosts, Big Ray. Across the state line of me in Oklahoma is my good friend Mike. How are you doing tonight, buddy?
1: Uh, dude, I'm doing pretty darn good. Um, you know, I, I'm feeling this tonight. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. I, I am so.
0: too. I got to tell you this, Mike. We, we've talked about it several times. Your first job ever was at Taco Bell. So, guess what I had for dinner tonight?
1: <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell. Yes. Okay. How was that?
0: Uh, you know, I got one of their five dollar boxes, and for five bucks, it wasn't bad.
1: Yeah. Uh I don't. I can't remember the last time we ate it not too long ago. Gosh, we were going somewhere and we were like, "Hey, we need to grab dinner." On the, while we were going and doing something, going somewhere, so we swung in there. And uh, I, I don't eat there a whole lot, um, not very often. But uh, you know, every time I do, it's always you know pretty much the same, which is a good thing. You know, you know exactly what you're getting. So, uh, but no, I I've said it before. I really enjoyed my time at Taco Bell. Uh, not, not a paid endorsement by any means. Uh, but as a, as a young man, uh, it taught me a lot, enjoyed my time there, uh, met some fantastic people and all that. And, uh, as far as fast food goes, uh, I can't speak it for every one of them, but I know the one we worked at, man, like it was so super clean cause they were so serious about it. So it also taught me a lot, you know, taught me a lot about keeping stuff clean and how to clean and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, yeah, anyway. And you're right. Um,
0: no, yeah. Free plug, free plug. This is not an ad. Yeah. I legit had Taco Bell for dinner tonight. There's one half a mile from my house. My wife was like coming home from work, and the kiddo had karate practice tonight. But it's like, ah, uh, you know, let's just stop here on the way <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> I had gumbo. So. Oh wow! Yeah, well, did you make it? Uh, the wife did. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that's really good. Uh, she makes a good gumbo. So. Yeah, uh, I've never had her gumbo. I'm kind of. That's jealous. also not a paid endorsement. That's a free plug. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, good times, good times. Yeah. So, uh, we've got some really good beers, as you would say. We've got a fantastic lineup, solid lineup. Whoa, solid whoa, whoa, solid lineup. Solid
0: fantastic. Lineup. What, what is this? solid lineup. Hey,
1: you know what? It's a. It is a fantastic lineup. <laughs> so whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So. We're going to call this our friends episode, I guess. Um, and this has nothing to do with the show. Is These are beers that we've gotten from friends. Um, yes. And, and we'll talk more about the friends in each one, but um, I'm just going to informally call it our friends episode. So you and I are going to share Space Age Sippin'. It's a hazy IPA from Beale Street Brewing. Then you're going to follow that up with french toast from hubbard's k brewery out of illinois and then finally i'm gonna round it out with the native texan a pilsner from independence brewing out of austin texas so and and i say let's dive in man i'm ready to have this beer it's been sitting here saying mike 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 mike, mike. Uh, you know what i have me. to say that? yes oh here you go you ready i'm gonna follow you up
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, Mike. Before you take a drink, smell this beer. Just smell it.
1: It smells like a like a hazy IPA is what What smells like oh. goodness? Oh. oh, you know what you, you know I'm
0: an IPA guy, dude. That just spoke to me in so many languages that I don't even know. I don't but even I like know. It. Man, it smells so good. Oh, and it tastes so good, too.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, that's righteous, bro.
1: Oh, man. That's an interesting mix of the hops here. Uh, it, it's a solid blend. I like this. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's got Citra, Galaxy, and Mosaic hops. So three of the big-name hops are, are in this. Now, I don't know what's, what they use the most of, the percentages. I don't care. Um. But all three of these come together quite harmoniously. I've had two sips so far, so it's not like oh. I can really break it down. But, dude, uh, and you know, I've become a bigger and bigger fan of the hazy IPAs. Um,
1: <laughs> I think
0: you and the rest of the world both, right? Yeah. So, like a, a solid IPA and a double IPA really is my thing. I, I love the super hoppy beers, I really do. Uh, but, you know, some of these hazies, man, they just really bring it with those extra citrusy notes and kind of like a West coast IPA. Uh, yeah. but I, I kind of like it, dude. It's a nice change of pace, but you still get that punch of the tongue from all the hoppiness.
1: So, I, uh, you know, it's got, it's got a lot of the, you know, what they call the tropical fruits. Uh, and I think they said that in one yeah. of the things I was reading, but, um, I tell you what's hitting my tongue, uh, right away is, is I feel like it's a little bit more of a mango taste. Um, man, that, that I'm still like, you know, and it's good. I'm still trying to figure out this mix of hops. Um, so I know, like you said, I know what, you know, the hops are, but it's, it's an interesting, uh, balance of those. And it's, uh, my tongue is still trying to sort things out if you will. Yeah. I'm really liking the,
0: you know, if I just pour this in my mouth and let it sit for a minute, and just kind of let the flavor just kind of blend across my taste bar, my taste buds. You know, like after the, the the swallow, just I feel like I'm getting, I can't pick them out, but I'm getting different aspects of citrus fruits as it kind of you know fades away. The, I, I don't want to say the aftertaste; it is what it yeah. is. But mango definitely seems to be the the predominant flavor I'm getting.
1: Yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, it's just, it, it's soft and smooth mouthfeel. Like it's, it's not a heavy, heavy sitting beer. It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. And and then with the, um the mouthfeel with the carbonation and all that, it's a good balance there too. So I, I feel like they've done a really good job with this beer, you know? And I think for the people that are IPA f- folks or, you know, the, Hazy folks, or whatever they call themselves, the hazers—I don't know if that's a real thing. I just made that up. Um, I think this is a pretty interesting beer, and they're going to want to get their hands on this only because of uh, how unique it is. You know what I'm saying?
0: Absolutely right. No,
1: I would agree. You know, I like it. It's definitely an
0: IPA, but it's different. Uh, it's it's very unique. You know, I think it goes back to that blend of hops in this. But this is really—it's the mouthfeel is fantastic and with the carbonation's on point. But this is easy to just gulp down. Uh, not that I want to. I mean, I'm glad this is—it's in a a pint can, which is fantastic. I, I like that sometimes having a, a taller can so I get more. Um, and I'm glad because I, I want more of this beer. I do. I, I want this more than just in a 12 ounce can. So kudos to Bill Street for thinking of that. Yeah. I think a lot of their beers come in, I've got several of these in the fridge, uh, other beers of theirs and they're all in pint cans. So I'm a huge fan <laughs> of that. I'm a, I'm a huge guy, so a pint can in my hand is gonna look like a 12 ounce in anybody else's. Yeah. But uh, I'm on board with it.
1: No, you know, overall, I think that it's a uh, it's, it's really good flavor profile. Sorry, I got that's I over there trying to grab the beer back. Cause I'd set it down for a second. I think it's, um, it's a, it's a really good flavor profile. I think the, you know, the aromas are, are just right. Um, they're soft and and noticeable, but not overbearing. Um, the mouth feels, I mean, perfect. Um, man, I, I think there's a lot going on with this beer. Um, for me, I think the, um, the can art is what really draws me to it. I don't know if you see a lot of cans with a lot of the purple tones and whatnot, but it's a pretty cool can. And um, I don't know who these guys are on the cover, um, but it looks like they're having a good time in space. So these are two uh,
0: music, or sorry, two Memphis music legends. Uh, okay, if, if you look at the dudes on the can, uh, the guy on the left, uh, he is Eight Ball,
1: and the other gentleman
0: is M.J.G.
1: Okay, and, and I don't know who those guys are, but I'm I'm guessing they're pretty important to the local music scene. So right, and I'm
0: not going to pretend to, to know a lot of their music. Um, I've heard of both of both of these artists. So I've I've spent some time in Memphis, so it's not again like, not like I'm a pro, but you hang out anywhere, you get to know a couple of things that are big locally. So you so um, you were
1: wa- you were walking in Memphis. Yes,
0: <laughs> I have. I have walked it a good number of miles in downtown Memphis, man. I, I have done it Not mostly around Beale Street, obviously enough, but I have yeah. walked in Memphis, man. So, but I'm with you. This can art is is epic, dude. Um, I like the the two tone purple thing they've got going on here, or violet. I like the hop that's right there in the middle. Yeah, and uh, this this ba- the beer is called Space Age, and it definitely has a space thing so a lot of cool things here tied together, you know. Uh, I like it. It's very appealing to the eye. I like how they pay homage to some local music legends, and uh, they have a really fantastic beer here. So nothing but wins uh, for me.
1: Uh, so um, I'll go right out there. I'm going to give this a 8.5 out of 10. I think it brings a lot of things to the table. Um, for me, as far as a hazy IPA, I expected a little bit more punch to the hops and the flavors from that. Um, but I don't want to downgrade it too far on that. Cause I think it is a unique plan and I think it does have some unique, uh, flavor. It does have a unique flavor profile to it. So in- anyway, I'll do an 8.5. Um, just cause how unique it is. And then Overall, as far as food pairing, you know, I'm just not sure. Uh, I'm going to leave that one to you on this one. Um, I I think this is a a pretty good beer to have solo by itself and just hang out. But um, I'm I'm interested to see what you say as far as your rating and your food pairing. No, right,
0: fair enough. You know, so you talked about the Friends episode, Um, our friends at Beale Street. They they sent me a handful of beers to trap for the podcast, and I am very grateful for that. Uh, Mad mad respect. So, yeah, I'm going to keep this in everything in Memphis tonight. Um, so this is a Beale Street beer and I kind of want some, of course, Memphis is barbecue. Uh, I've been to all the big name spots there and I, I've brought this place up before, uh, but the Memphis barbecue company, uh, I, I really am a fan of their sauce. Um, I, I think I want some baby back ribs with this. I want some of their, their mac and cheese to go with this as well. And, uh, you know, of course, some of the, the pork rinds they have there that they serve kind of like the Mexican restaurant does. They bring out chips and salsa. You know, Memphis Barbecue Company brings out some of their pork rinds to the table with some of their dry rub uh, sprinkled on top. And uh, I, I really want all those things combined. I mean, this beer is, is complex for what it is. It's super easy to drink. Uh, this isn't going to be so overbearing as maybe a typical IPA would be uh, to where would drown out some of those barbecue flavors. I think with the citrus in this and uh, some of the other complexities, those two would would go well together. Maybe not everyone would agree, but my taste bros would be totally happy with that. And uh, I'm with you. I would also give this an 8.5 uh, out of 10. Uh, solid representation. Um, you know, for, I would I would score a nine easy if this was more hop forward because that's what I prefer. Uh, but I think for a hazy, I'm with you. It's a little light, but this is super sessionable, man. You could have a handful of these and uh. You, you'd feel it later. Like, you know, if you have a few beers and you stand up, it, it kind of hits you. And there's something funny about alcohol with that. If you're sitting down enjoying it, <laughs> then you get up to go to the bathroom or, or see a friend that just walked in. It's like, Oh, Whoa. I've, I've had a little more than I thought. So I think this is one of those beers that'll sneak up on you. If you have a few.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, overall, um, I don't know how wide their distribution is um, overall, but I know you can find them throughout Tennessee and a few other spots, but I think, um, like I said, I'll go back to it. I think if you're an IPA person, or you know the New England hazy style IPA uh, connoisseurs, I think this is a beer worth picking up. the The unique blend of the hops um, is something to check out. Um, so I, I think it's uh, definitely a, you know a beer to add to the list. Um, but no, it's, I think you're you know overall, I think you're you're right on. I think that um, you got to stay local, uh, and it's a it's a good beer. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it over here. And, uh, the can art is something that, uh, I can't help but smile at. I think it's, you know, when you, when you look at the can art, you're going to smile and have a good time.
0: I agree. No, absolutely. Dude. This is all about good times. So, but Mike, I thought of something crazy the other day and I want your opinion on
1: this. You ready for a question? Sure. I'm ready for any question you have.
0: All right. Welcome back from that fantastic commercial that none of you have ever heard before. Mike, give me a solid and crack your beer.
1: Ooh, yeah, I'm drinking the native Texan from Independence Brewing Company. I, I oh, think you yeah. should crack. I think you should crack yours.
0: I think you're right.
1: So wow, I was, oh, yeah, yeah, wow, wow. So you're drinking um, French Toast from Hubbard's K Brewing out of Niles, Illinois. And this is a beer that our friend Beer Babe Jess sent you. Is that right?
0: That is absolutely right. So huge shout out to our friend Beer Babe Jess. Uh, She joined us on an episode in season one. uh, You know, we talked to her before that and and a lot more after. So thank you, Jess, for uh, sending me this beer. I certainly appreciate you. And I took one sip and I just want to give her the biggest hug in the best way possible. You know what I mean? It's like, thank you for sending me this. This is, um, a flavor I have never had in my life.
1: Well, the, um, yeah. So, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a 12% beer. Wow, um, You know, it's a Imperial stout, um, Tell us, tell us what you're having over there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear it. I'm super jealous of the beer you got.
0: I'm, I'm trying to talk through a mouthgasm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So when I first cracked this can, this amazing foam just rolled out. Not so much that it made a mess, but it just filled up the top part of the can. And just the color and the aroma that came out of this was just Epic bro. Um just the, the subtle sweetness. I mean an Imperial stout is no joke, like you just say this is 12% ABV. Um but dude, this tastes like French toast with just like the most amazing maple syrup. And, and you mix that with the with the stout, it's like Whoa. Taking this back to nineties nineties here, you know, blossom like whoa. Um <laughs> But dude, I can't get over this. Uh, this is so thick and rich and creamy. And I just took another huge drink uh, of this. It's way bigger than a sip. I just took a, a big Ray Ray size drink here. Yeah. And, dude, the the dark malts, it, it's, it's roasty. Um, there's some serious chocolate in here. That's just fantastic. And and still this French, I can't get over how much it tastes like I'm eating French toast right now. It's like how how they do that. Um, you know, definitely the maple syrup is here. I'm, I'm smelling this again because dude, this is so effing good, bro. There's definitely some cinnamon coming out of this. And this is gonna sound stupid, Mike. But I almost feel like there's a, a slight aftertaste of oh, some scrambled eggs <laughs> like, it's it's like what like there's no there's no way of getting a scrambled egg from an imperial stout right now that's not <laughs> possible it's like no I, I i want it to be true but equally i don't <laughs> but dude
1: but it's there a, there you
0: it, go it is it is bro um Wow. Wow. So so this beer from Hubbard's Cave Brewing at Niles, Illinois. Uh, um, so Sounds like I'll, a dumb run. Bro, like I, I, I'm in awe right now. You, you know I'm a foodie, right? We've talked about that. I've had so many foo- different styles of food from so many places. Um, I've had a lot of flavors in my mouth. Many, many, many that I like and some that I regret. But to have something I've never tasted before at this point, this is like a big deal for me. Um, and even all the beers that I've had, you know, I got wowed, you know, earlier this season with that uh, key lime pie beer from that Bering Kentucky. I can't think of the name off the top of my head.
1: Rock I was blown
0: away. The, Rockhouse, thank you. I was blown away by the, the legit key lime pie flavor and that graham cracker crust in the aftertaste. As good and amazing as that was, it legit pales in comparison to what I'm getting from this. Okay. Like, like seriously, Damn. I'm just like, dude. And I'm going to be buzzing hardcore. I'm going to drink every bit of this beer, and it being 12%. After, <laughs> this I is in it. a pint can. Yeah, I, I am, admittedly, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. So, I'm going to shut up and just drink this for a minute. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your native Texan in the interim?
1: Yeah. So, I'm drinking native Texan. Uh, it's a Pilsner from Independence Brewing out of Austin, Texas. Um, I was sent this beer a while back from my friend Tex Loves Beer. Um, and you can find her on Instagram at Tex Loves Beer. Um, you know, we do beer swaps, and she sent me a good swath of different beers and I've been saving this one for the summertime. And then we talked about doing this friends episode. So I knew exactly when to have it. This, uh, I mean, overall, this is a great beer. It's very light. It's, um, it's got a light, a light sweetness to it. It's very clean beer. Um, light to medium as far as the bitterness. Um, you know, I would say it's, um, it's what you're expecting from a Pilsner. You know, it's, it's clean, crisp, light to medium body. The, the carbonation's right in the middle. Um, you know, it's super drinkable. This is a beer that you could come home to and have every day. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of beer. It pairs well with a lot of different stuff. I would think as far as when I was thinking, when I started drinking this, I was thinking about stuff like, I don't know, like, uh, brisket tacos, um, you know, I don't know, a, a burger from Whataburger. I, something, you know, there's there's just a, a bunch of different stuff you could go with, different directions you could go with this. So, overall, I think it's a good beer, man. I think that... that
0: um, fantastic, Mike. I'm using your words here. That, that sounds fantastic. Yeah.
1: So, I, I think what I like most about it is that it's light enough that you could have a couple... Or like I said, you could have, you know, day in and day out, enjoy it, but the flavor is there enough that it's, it's not a typical light beer or anything like that. It's got a better flavor about it. Does that make sense?
0: Uh, it does. It does. Totally. Totally.
1: I was going to read something I found online because I think this is, you know, it's one of those things that we do every now and then we read what we find. And this says, it's a beer for all Texans. Native Texan is a pilser, as German as the hill country, as bright as a Friday night lights, as clear as a West Texas night sky, as clean as a steel guitar and smoother than a Texan draw, best served colder than Barton Springs. I mean, you're yeah. just, you're just rattling off everything Texas. Right. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and, and when I, when I read that and then when I drink the beer, um, I thought about a song by, um, Gary, uh, P Nunn, uh, you know, you asked me what I like about Texas. And if you've never heard that song, I mean, it's, it's everything Texas. Right. And then I thought about, um, you know, uh, so, so I went to school in Texas. Um, I went to elementary school, middle school there. Uh, before we, uh, moved it back to Oklahoma where my dad was from. And, uh, you know, so I got some, I got some of that red dirt, Texas in me as much as I got that red dirt, Oklahoma in me. Uh, so, you know, I like to claim it, uh, every now and then as not necessarily home, uh, but a a place that I feel welcome and I enjoy myself going back to. So when I, when we talk about stuff like the hill country or, uh, you know, the, the red dirt music, uh, Texas country, you know, the clear skies and all, you know, Barton Springs, all that kind of stuff. I just love it. I just absolutely love it. Uh, and I, and I do that for Oklahoma too. I've got some serious soft spots for both of these places, but going back toward the beer, it's a great beer. Um, I, I want to give this overall, uh, I'm going to rate this beer pretty good because I think it's a really good Pilsner. I think that it's got a good flavor to it. It's got a good, uh, the body is really well done. Um, it's very drinkable um, overall. So I think there's a lot going on for this. I'm going to give this an eight out of 10. Um, right on. And, and and again, it's crisp. It's clean. It's a good darn Pilsner. I think they did a good job. Um, and, and beyond that, I like the simplicity of the can art. You know, it's, it's red, white, and blue, just like the, you know, the Texas flag. Um, you know, It's, it's straightforward you know immediately what you're getting. Um, I like it a lot and, and to go back, you know, if I was going to pair it with some food, I'd look at something like brisket tacos. Uh, maybe look at some picking up some water burger on the way home, uh, something like that. Um, you know, if you're, if you're down and around, you know, the hill country area, you got to look at some kolaches and stuff like that as well. So, uh, overall great beer. I'm going to give an eight out of 10. And I want to, again, I want to give a special shout out to Tex loves beer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this beer. Um, you can follow her at Beer on Instagram. Um, she posts pictures of her drinking all kinds of beer, all kinds of beer from the area, uh, supporting Lex- local Texas beer. So that's what I got, man. Uh, what about your rating and your food pairing for that fantastic beer, French toast?
0: I don't want to tell you. <laughs> can I tell you a secret?
1: I No. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell me any secret. But if you say it right now, it's going to be on the podcast, so it's not much of a secret.
0: Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I, I am beginning to buzz just a little. There you go. I have more than drank half of my second pint. Um, and I, I am feeling it just a little. Um, so clearly the Taco Bell I had is not holding up against the ABV of my two beers here. I
1: yeah, had no doubt, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man.
0: Uh, it's it's all good but dude the more i drink this the more i like it and i'm picking out more flavors um like there's clearly some vanilla in this which is starting to really shine through the more i drink it i'm a big fan of that uh the maple and cinnamon are, are really just coming together nicely uh that egg is still there it's like bro <laughs> who wants egg in their beer But this imperial stout and everything else that goes with it—it's just phenomenal, bro. Yeah, I am just blown away by this. And you know, imperial stouts we know are stronger beers; they have the higher ABV. But it's so hidden here. This is a dangerous beer, bro. And I'm saying, bro, more. I'm I'm buzzing, and so I'm like, bro, bro, like I'm 21 again. Um,
1: (laughs) Man, bro, dude.
0: (laughs) Oh god, that's a story for another podcast. Um. But, like, I am blown away by this. Um, like, I, it's like, wow. So just uh, the dark malts, again, the, the chocolate that you get from a stout, it, it's still there. But all these other flavors are just here together in this uh, euphoric liquid awesomeness. So, but I'm going to show, obviously I like this beard,
1: so I can just keep droning on. Yeah. But I hate to
0: be the one to do this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was
1: going to say, when you say you're blown away, bat, what I I picture in my head is that Michael Jackson um, music video where he's like, you know, walking into the wind and it's blowing his, his hair and his shirt and everything, but he's still walking, you know, and he's He's super damn cool anyway, right? But, you know, uh, so anything he does is cool. But just the way he was walking and, you know, going into the wind and whatnot while he's dancing and singing and all that. And that's what I pictured when you were saying that. So um, it's a cool image.
0: It it is a cool image.
1: Yeah. So anyway, yeah, you got to give us a rating. You got to give us a food food pairing. And uh, we got to get on with our lives.
0: (laughs) No, I want to stay here in this moment forever.
1: In this oh. moment,
0: <laughs> I have been blessed. I live only. Fo- I'm going to stop before I make people's ears bleed. I have a lot of things. I'm yeah. not a singer. We're going to get a copyright um, infringement. Oh, you're right. Yes. I'm glad we stopped. Um, Shania Twain would kick my ass for doing
1: that. <laughs> Is that Shania Twain? Uh, I think so. Okay.
0: If my '90s country serves me well, yeah. Okay.
1: So I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not debating you. I just I couldn't pick it up right off the tip of my tongue, so or the tip of my brain, yeah, or okay. whatever. So anyway, wasn't that a duet? Even, I, I, dude, I have no idea.
0: I don't remember. That was 30 years ago. But anyway, dude, back to uh, Hubbard's Cave <laughs> and their French Toast Imperial Stout. Mike, I I hate to be the one to do this, but I'm going to. This is going to be a craft beer bucket list first. I'm giving this beer a 10 out of 10.
1: Ooh. Hey, Um, beer babe just for the win.
0: Yes. if, uh, If I could drive to Illinois right now and give her the biggest bro hug, I would. And I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Um, I just want to hug her and say thank you for giving me this experience with this beer.
1: Maybe maybe you should buy yeah. this Shania Twain CD that has, from this moment on, on it, sign it and send it to her.
0: That's a fantastic idea. I just wonder how many pawn shops I'm going to have to go to in Tulsa to find <laughs> that CD. Bro. Uh, just get on
1: Amazon. <laughs> I'm sure it's like a dollar. Oh, yeah. Amazon.
0: Right. Oh no, yeah. No, that's you pay for more
1: for shipping than you would for the C D. <laughs>
0: <This, laughs> yeah, yes. I believe you're I believe you're right. But dude, I can't I am still just like, dude. Um I, I expected this to be good. I knew if she sent it, it was gonna be a good beer, right? I I have no doubt she has um, a whole host of, of solid beers that, that she could have picked, but this one, wow. I had no idea how much I would love this. I'm sad that I didn't have one to, to give to you when I saw you a few weeks ago. Um,
1: wah, like wah, I'm, good to,
0: I'm good to Venmo or, or PayPal her some some cash. and like Please send to me and Mike some more of these.
1: Man. Because
0: I'm happy to do that. Um, I, I want more of these. One is not enough for my life. So it's a bucket list item for me to get more of these. How about that?
1: Uh, that works. I mean, it's up to you. So you so, get um, from this moment on by Shania Twain on CD from random sellers on Amazon for about 15 bucks. So I was okay. wrong on the price. Um, yeah. Apparently it's a hard to get thing. And there is isn't a, there is a version of it where she's duetting with Brian White.
0: Brian White. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: But you can also get the the non duet version. Snailed so, it, yeah. Right you know, on. Had, everybody had a crush on Shania Twain back in the day.
0: Oh, I I know I did.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, so,
0: and I still I you know I, I, free plug. I get I don't know um, I'm buzzing <laughs> dude, but you know that song Man, I feel like a
1: woman. I, I do know that song. Yeah.
0: So, all six foot five, of me and my four hundred pounds, I still walk around singing that out loud, and I dare somebody to say something to me about it. I like that song; <laughs> it is so damn catchy. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I'm about to jam out right here. Um, <laughs> I will refrain. I have a food pairing yet to give.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, you got to give us the food pairing.
0: So this is easy for me. I want steak and eggs. Okay. And not your typical breakfast steak. No, I want a two-inch thick T-bone cooked medium rare. I want my three eggs scrambled hard, and I want my hash browns with my Tabasco sauce and black pepper and this beer to go with it all. I don't need French toast or pancakes. It's all in the can. So I can have all my savory on the plate and have this beer to go with it and some dessert. And this is a, a breakfast for dinner for me. Right. Or help six in the morning. Who cares on the weekend? Sometimes you want a beer at breakfast. I've done it before. Yeah. Um, so this goes for, for actual breakfast on the week. I don't want to do this during the week because seriously, I wouldn't be able to drive to work and I'm a teleworker. Mike, my, my commute is a walk down my hallway from my bedroom <laughs> to my office. I don't think I'd make it. <laughs> oh, my. Um,
1: oh man. But
0: yeah, that's, that's what I want with this. I mean, who gets a two inch thick cut? Steak for breakfast, um, big Ray.
1: Yeah, that's right. So that's right.
0: But that's that's dude. This beer deserves that level of of steak and eggs and the hash browns.
1: Okay, so uh, I'm going to yeah. do a quick recap um, do it. here, and then uh, we'll we'll close it out. I think we could both talk a lot about the beers we're having and go on and on. Um, overall, um, from our friends at Bill Street Brewing, they. We uh, were able to get us Space Sage Sippin', the hazy IPA. Uh, we both thought a lot of good things about it. We thought the balance of the hops was something uh, of special note. We both gave it an 8.5. Really good. Um, I'll talk about my next. Uh, Tex loves beer. Uh, a good friend sent me the native Texan from Independence Brewing. I gave it an 8. Uh, really solid Pilsner. And then we'll talk about the star of the night the French, French toast from Hubbard's K Brewery and your friend Beer Babe Jess sent this to you um, and you gave it a 10, uh, paired it with some good food. But more importantly, you're going to pair it with Shania Twain's From This Moment On um, yep. song. And, and maybe that should be something we talk about every now and then is what song would you listen to while drinking this beer?
0: Oh, oh, uh, yeah. dude, I love it. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I've so, never heard anybody do that. I yeah. love it. <laughs>
1: So we'll talk about that. Maybe that's a season three thing. We'll, we'll we'll shift from food to music or something. I don't know, but uh, overall um, Bill street brewing, space shade, sipping Hubbard's K brewery, French toast, independence brewing, native Texan, all solid beers, um, all solid scores. These have got to go on your craft beer bucket list. And these have to be beers. You have to try before you die. Um, Anyway, uh, I think that was a solid lineup. Uh, I, I love our friends episode, so to speak, Ray, I'll let you take it out.
0: Yes, sir. So I've got to give my own shout out. Bill Street Brewing, Tex Loves Beer, Beer Babe Jess. Thank you all so much. I certainly appreciate you guys. And uh, for you guys listening to this, do me a solid. Check out the description of this podcast. Look for their social medias and their websites. Give them some thumbs ups, likes and shares. And, uh, you know, the other brewers that we featured tonight, check out their stuff as well. Don't be scared if you're not in their area to, to show them some love and support. They're working hard to make fantastic, locally crafted awesomeness. So, and while you're at it, give us a look on social media. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also, wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. So, of course, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple. Give us those five stars. Give us thumbs up. And we love the ratings. We love to hear what you guys have to say about our show. And as always, please, uh, when you find a cool new bear, tag us in the pictures. We love to see those. And as always, please, please, please. Don't drink and drive, but do drink local, and we will see you all in the next episode.
1: Adios.